What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. Recently, I've been learning the difference between pre-reflection and post-reflection. I think a lot of what I used to do, in here even, and part of why I used to get so sick of myself when writing out in my journal was because of pre-reflection. I never got to the action part. It was always energy spent in preparing myself to get ready to do something. Gathering information, having caution that was costly in needing to reach this emotional place before I can feel ready to act and move on something. And the problem with pre-reflection is that it doesn't come with checkpoints to let you know when to stop. You're always feeling like you need to gather more information and get ready to get ready. And what I'm learning to like more about post-reflection is that if done at regular intervals, it can still give you the same comfort and safety feeling someone like me seeks in making sure that I'm not getting things wrong. I have this personality type on a disc profile that is a high D and a high C, which is the way that I break these down. The high D is getting it done, and the high C, or anybody that with a C personality, means they like to get it right. For somebody that has the combination of both of those being high is in conflict with each other because they want to get it done, but they also want to get it right. And sometimes those are two different people. There's usually two different people that want to just get it done. And there's always somebody else around that says, no, no, let's make sure that we gather all the information to get it right. And I have those, both of those personality types inside of me as my dominant ones. So I'm always seeking enough information, but I always have this drive to make sure that I'm getting things done. So this post-reflection, again, if done at regular intervals, can kind of serve for both parts of how we should operate, which is getting things done, but also making sure that along the way we are getting it right. So with post-reflection, you won't have to get too far from any action that you've taken before revisiting and reassessing. And it can still give you that safety and comfort of making sure that you aren't veering off too far to the left and aren't completely out of the right ballpark. But the point is, with action, you've added some data already being taken into account when you're doing the assessment so it can actually guide your assessment. Some actual action got taken and you've gotten some information from a rich data source like action that met reality to really let you know if what you're doing is misguided. It's the ready, fire, aim attitude. You can't change directions of a sitting ship. All that pre-reflection to action is not making any actual difference in your movement. If you're sitting still, a compass is useless to you. So at least with post-reflection, you have evidence of movement from an action taken. So now have action justify and have the reflection have a legitimate use in the first place because what's all the reflection going to do if it's not followed up with action and the only reason to use our minds is to guide our behaviors 
and all the overthinking and pre-planning before you've committed to actual action is mostly just wasted because the commitment of action is missing. So do all the thinking while you're in action. Act, stop and think. Act, stop and think more. Act, reflect, rethink, act. And again, neither one of those parts of you should be missing. The reflection or the acting. And I, again, I see personality types split off here where there are people, even in my life, that are really good at taking action, starting action, but they don't stop and do the reflection. So now their action can either be unsustainable or go completely in a direction that doesn't support anything else about them. So you constantly need to have this action and reflection, this get it done, this get it right part of your personality, play with each other and help each other. I read one of Ray Dalio's principles the other day that said, prioritize by weighing the value of additional information against the cost of not deciding. And it hit home for someone like me who was never satisfied in the information gathering phase and also now being in the action mode of my life, shortening the time between thought and action as much as possible, I cannot help but reflect out loud the huge opportunity cost of weighing the decision, contemplating the moves, gathering more data instead of just jumping right in. As risky as it sounds, and then just doing some post-mortem assessments instead. But again, don't forget those assessments. At least your action is now keeping up pace with your concern and worry. Because you know that's always going off. And now the cost of your caution is lowered. So really, it's about doing this calculation of cost that your caution is placing on you and your life. And sometimes, oftentimes, the price of inaction that it leads to is too steep. And movement, even if not exactly trackable forward, any movement is better than sitting still, waiting, contemplating, gathering more data. And overall, just delaying your life and what's on the other side of action because really of fear. All that pre-meditated caution is really your fear signals going off. And if you're really stuck in this mode like me for a while, it would be helpful to spend some time listening to your body and trying to decipher what it is that you are so afraid of. And chances are, if you did this exercise, you'd come to realize that even in your worst fear, you come out safely on the other end. And what could be worse than avoiding to live in the fear of dying? Half of your life is already lifeless in this state. How much worse can anything else be? Usually our fears are unfounded if we really question them. And the problem is we don't question them enough to diffuse them back down from their overblown size. So here I am, steadily overcoming what has kept me frozen in place for so long. And I urge you to come along with me in this new season into unexplored territory 
into our fears with a less and less grasp on the information that you would like, but with more and more faith than you are used to relying on. And if you've been waiting for a sign to begin something, here I am. Unpolished, unprepared, and unwilling to let anything else keep from the life on the other side of fear. Join me. And let's see the life that we've been paying as a price for our fear. For our caution. Love you always. Stay true, my family.